Well, welcome to Show Center, the air show podcast. I'm out of work air show announcer, Matt Jolly. In the background there, ready to start the show, is out of work air show announcer, Rick Peterson, and occasionally employed air show announcer, Rob Ryder. Welcome to the show, guys. (laughs) How many weeks has it been since we've been on? I don't even know. What, two? At least two. Off or on? I don't know. We've been off throughout our broadcast careers. but uh, That's right. Well, it's been a while, but we have a big show for you. A lot going on this week, and uh, we want to get right into it today because we actually have uh, we have a really big guest today that everybody's going to be excited to uh, yes. to hear from, and, and I, I want to get right into it. But, but first, we have to take care of some business with a little prop wash because it's a big week. Rick, what do we have? Yes, uh, Snowbirds have officially canceled the season, and the Jets, uh, they've managed to get the Jets home now, but the investigation continues into the accident uh, that tragically took uh, Jen Casey's life, and uh, there'll be more on that in the weeks ahead, but the Snowbirds officially canceling the season and uh, getting the Jets home uh, was a good thing. New York Air Show, Geico Drive-In Edition getting underway this weekend, and the weather may be the biggest problem they have to face. We'll see. Uh, they've had a tornado, Brian Lilly just reported to me, touchdown uh, yesterday and do a little bit of damage, not enough to cancel the show or anything like that. They have clear sky following this. And then, of course, Laura screaming its way across America now, headed toward New York. We'll see what happens with the weather. But the drive-in edition, they were told this is how changing things are and how difficult it is to put an event on through this uh, this pandemic. They got word from the Attorney General of New York State uh, that they had to mark all of the areas in paint or they had to mark the areas at least where the cars would be parked in the drive-in format. Uh, so he sent video uh, just about an hour ago of the, uh, of the vehicles they have out painting out the lines uh, where the vehicles will actually have to park. That's a last-minute thing that they had to get done and incur that expense and on it goes. And, of course, their OC air show, B. Lilly Productions, managed to get that off uh, last week. And uh, weather rained them out on the Sunday, but the Saturday show worked okay. Everything went according to the protocols. And uh, it seemed to be a safe event that was enjoyed by those who saw it. And their online streaming uh, really added value to the whole thing, brought some more sponsorships to the package, and that's the way to go. And, of course, live air show TV announcing uh, today... Uh, that they will be covering live the Oceana Air Show, uh, which will not be... Normally, they get about 250,000 people out to this show, but they won't be inviting a crowd to the show, but they are going to go live, live streaming with Live Air Show TV. And uh, Stephanie Strickland is going to be uh, hosting, and some guy, Bob Ra- Reader. Readerman. Rob, yeah, Bob, Bob, Bob Reader. Reader. Yeah. He's going to be... <laughs> the announcer so once again now matt he is 200 percent more employed than we are <laughs> that's right first the president <laughs> now this <laughs> well yes and and uh and and stephanie has another one i don't i won't say where but stephanie has another one coming up that she is going to be hosting Please don't i feel bad enough at this point well <laughs> <laughs> hey did you did you see the news too about aaron tippen he's getting into the flight training business how about no that for kidding. some for some news? Yeah, they he's flying a 150. He's got one for rent, and uh, you can actually go take a flying lesson from country music star Aaron Tippin, who is, you know, if you're if you're in this business, then you know how much he is uh, oh, in aviation. He loves, 
He loves it. Yeah. We had an interesting situation happen to us when Jill and I were coming back. The first year we had my airplane, we stopped at the airport where he has his stuff. We didn't know it was his place for gas because the gas prices were inexpensive. And we walked in to pay for the gas and in walked Aaron Tippin. Couldn't believe it. And he was going over to get in his T6 to pick up his son, Tom, from school to bring him back. And then when we were getting ready to leave, we couldn't get our engine to start. And so Tom and Aaron Tippin ended up taking our airplane into their hangar and changing the starter for us talk about friendship and uh and just great luck. people and luck and luck and yeah, luck, yeah. absolutely luck. You well know, you don't drop into aaron tippin's place every week but it's, what a great guy he has always been to all of us every he's performed for us at the icast convention as you guys know and and uh always a staple at uh, sun and fun and oshkosh and ready to enjoy he and his wife thea and tom and uh, and i forget their other son's name and i'm just embarrassed about that but anyway Good right, guy. Good, good stuff. I want to go straight to the phones this morning, guys, because I I think and I hope our our special guest is here. Let's just see who it is, if we can if we can pull him up. Special guest, are you here? <laughs> yes, sir. I am present and accounted for. <laughs> oh my God! Is it good to hear your voice, Billy Worth? Everyone. Yes, indeed. Hello, Billy. Hey guys, how you doing? No, no. How are you doing? I'm I'm doing all right. Getting better every day. Well, we're so glad to hear your voice, Billy. You, you of course, well, uh, thank you so much. A, a star in our business uh, had a <laughs> uh, had a had an accident uh, down in Atlanta, just outside of Atlanta there, and now yep. on the mend. And when I heard it was you, I said, well, "He's going to be okay." I said, "Billy, Billy's like a cat; he always lands on his feet. He's going to be <laughs> he's going to be just fine." And you've been in our prayers, and praise God, you're you're making it out of this. Uh, what what's uh, oh yes for sure thank you so much what's the news you're at home now we hear i'm not home yet we're actually leaving atlanta right now um so we've got about a nine hour drive uh, ahead of us to get back to uh, back to indiana and we'll be home by about eight or nine tonight that's one how is that gonna feel billy to walk into your house <laughs> it's gonna be pretty amazing i've um you know i got we got our little daughter at home so I haven't seen her in three months, so that is going to be a terrific uh, yeah, homecoming tonight. I'm really looking forward to it. That's wonderful. Have you already had some coffee with uh, hot chocolate mixed in it yet? Not yet, but I probably <laughs> will at some point today to keep me away from the drive. <laughs> I think it's great. You're not driving. You're 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 on the passenger no. side, right? Yes. Yeah. We got the we got we got my 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 wife. My enlisted handler is handling the drive home. So that's perfect. <laughs> so, how is your health now? I mean, take take us back to this. I I don't even want to start listing all the things that happened to your body, but how are you feeling now? And and how long is this going to take to to mend and before we can get you back in the sky again? Well, I'm I'm actually feeling pretty good considering everything that happened. Um, I busted up my elbow and I have a I have a couple pins and some bolts in my back. But uh, then none of that really hurts right now, so it's it's feeling good. But I've still got probably oh a couple months of outpatient um, physical therapy to go through when we get back to Indianapolis. Um, so I'm going to kind of continue with that process, and a lot of it is really just getting my strength and my endurance back. Um, I lost a bunch of weight and a bunch of muscle mass, you know, through the through the accident, being asleep for about three weeks. So it's, it's kind of building that back. Um, 
I think it'll probably be a while till I'm actually back in a cockpit. Um, but it, it's okay because, you know, it'll give me time to hang out with my daughter and kind of relax and kind of give my health back to what it was prior to the accident. Um, I think we're looking at at least at the soonest a year before I'm back in a cockpit. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm okay with that because I'm walking around. I get to talk to you guys. So I think overall things are looking pretty good. Let me ask you this, Billy, that you're talking back in the cockpit. Does that mean a private uh, or experimental aircraft uh, like your pits or your uh, your RV or and or does that mean uh, the KC-135 with the reserves? It's, it's kind of both. Um, I'm in the unique position that our flight doctor at Grissom actually is a civilian doctor, and he's also my civilian FAA doctor. So he's going to be... I've already discussed with him. He's going to be able to handle both of the waivers and paperwork that will require me to get back into both cockpits, civilian and military. Mm, that's fantastic. Now, well, look, Billy, great. Yeah. I, am, I am serious. I'm not going to keep you out. I don't want your voice to wear out, but I do have to ask one last question. What are we sure. What are we doing for Courtney? Because just the thought of of Billy <laughs> Worth trying to relax for a year is enough to drive... Whoever's caring for you, absolutely <laughs> crazy. So, yeah, what do we need to do for Gordon? True. Yeah, what do we uh, need to a, do? That's a good question. I still have to come up with ideas because all right. of all the work and everything that she put into to my care afterwards. Immediately after the accident, you know, she was basically handed a big poop sandwich there all of a sudden, and she handled it with the with the the, 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 the grace and professionalism of someone that had actually kind of dealt with that stuff before. She's done awesome. So I do believe that I think it probably is going to cost me a little bit of Savorsky maybe, but um, but it's well worth it. She's done amazing. Um, I couldn't have married anybody um, any, anybody better to handle this kind of stuff that I that I kind of put on her plate. So I'm very, very, very happy. Well, it's, it's not a little Savorsky. It's a lot of Savorsky. There you go. <laughs> I, 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 I'd also like, just, just before we let you get back to maybe tilting the seat back and, and having a wee bit of a nap as you drive as well, but just to give you a chance to address uh, the outpouring of help that came along your way, not, not only your wife's uh, tremendous support, but uh, I know the industry stepped up and helped you out as well. Oh, yeah, they did. The ICAST Foundation. Um, got a hold of Courtney, and they helped out a, a ton, and a lot of other people helped too. Which is, which is going to be kind of part of my project when I get home, is to somehow personally thank all these people that stepped up when they didn't have to, and and I really appreciate it. And they've, I mean, a couple of friends got together with the GoFundMe, and that helped, and 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 all those things that just a huge surprise of outpouring of assistance from from all of you guys in the industry, you know, I've, I've got my career kind of spans two industries. I've got air show friends and air force friends and everybody stepped up and helped out and, and, and gave Courtney some assistance. And I just, I, I cannot thank everyone enough for all of the, all of the help. It was, it was amazing and eye opening and a little humbling. Uh, once you kind of look at uh, every, all the work everybody has put into it. So it's very impressive and I, I can't, I'm I'm very humbled and thankful for everything. And Matt Matt's going to hate me for this, and and maybe Rob too. But <laughs> did you know how to play the drums before all your therapy started, or is this something you've taken up since? 
I'd love to say that it was a, it was a, a situation that came from a traumatic brain injury, but no, I knew how to play before. I actually had my drum set up at my house. It was just really uh, interesting that that was part of their therapy available at the Shepherd Center, uh, which was nice because you kind of, if you're a musician, you don't get to use that part of your brain very often being stuck in a hospital. Um, so that was, that was actually really kind of nice. For about a half an hour of my day, I didn't really concentrate on how banged up I was. Um, so it was impressive. <laughs> well, it's been impressive talking to you. To be able to do this uh, just warms our hearts. So, Billy, uh, keep mending, stay well. Absolutely. And our Billy. very best to Courtney. Yes. Yeah. Oh, thank you guys so much. I will definitely, I will definitely tell her that you guys said hello, and and uh, we re we really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I'm just going to go home and keep getting better. I'll keep you guys updated on how things are going. Thank you, Billy. Please do. We'll talk soon. Billy Worth, everyone. Our all right, guys. You guys take care. Thanks, Billy. Our special guest this morning. Well, isn't that cool? I I, I didn't want to keep him. I you know his voice and uh, uh, everything sounds so uh, so stressed this morning. But that was so awesome to have him on. Yeah. No kidding. And to be able to talk to him, as I mentioned, because uh, it, it, when this happened, and for those who don't know when it happened, uh, just, well, not too far from where you are, uh, Matt. No, not at all. Yeah, right there at uh, in, in Hampton there. It was a bad crash, and, uh, and it injured him quite a bit, and it's almost like a miracle to have him with us and sounded that great. So, well, it yeah. absolutely is. And the weird thing, you know, I was in the air flying, and I, I heard a few things on the radio. And I was almost at the end of my flight, quite a ways away. It's on the same CTAF. And as soon as I landed, you know, I got the call, and I, I, was, I was headed up there and, um, the next morning. And it was I, the, the amazing thing about it is when you listen to the details of everything, there were some paramedics getting ready to take off on just a pleasure flight in their own airplane, and they saw it. And, I mean, they were literally there, uh, according to the guys that witnessed it, Nate and uh, – you know, Hammond and uh, Buck Ropeman and those guys, they said that the paramedics were there within 30 or 40 seconds of the accident. Perfect. So, you know, yep. amazing, amazing story of survival and uh, a true miracle. So glad to have him on. Yep. It, it has been one of those seasons, uh, or lack thereof, where things have gotten interesting. I, you know, Rob is, is getting back into the voiceover business, and I am doing whatever I'm going to do. Nothing. As as Rick and I have talked about it, <laughs> you know, which, I, I, I tell you what, but Matt, I think I think we could probably aid you in getting uh, that that large uh, vehicle that you're looking for <laughs> and getting one better than the one that Guido or whatever the guy's name was had for sale in, in Kansas they're, they're that probably, I drove out to get. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. turned out to be a, a, a yeah, blue barge. Desperately trying, we break the code here. He's desperately trying to get like a motor home. Yeah, to work out of next year because this I may be the future yeah. of the way we have to get around in this business. Plus, he'd he'd like to go camping and stay safe and those kinds of things as well. Well, and not in a bread truck. I sold I sold our old Warbird radio truck finally. Small. You need something bigger than a bread box. Yeah, you do, and something that's air conditioned in the cab. But so uh, you drove. You rented a car. You drove like uh, twenty four hours yeah. to this place because the guy. By a bus, right? Because you know, dealing with a photograph. Well, and uh, a video, like, and I might just add that several people had seen it and said this looks really great. It did. It, it looked beautiful. It did, but it was not. 
<laughs> like a look like something from a crime scene in some Perhaps respects. Is Roach Motel would that phrase be uh, applicable? Well, I mean, it was just very, very worn. The, the, if it were a person, it would be like a, you know. Are a, you- are you suggesting there was airbrushing? <laughs> Maybe. Perhaps. The, the analogy that I like to use is, well, I'm never mind. I'm not even going to go there because. Oh, man, I'll tell you how bad it is. The man, instead of staying at a hotel for the night before you drove back the next day, he offered that you could sleep in it that night for at no cost, and you declined that as well. I, I drove back to Joplin, Missouri. I did. I got on the road, and I got out of there. And listen, my apologies to Chris Darnell because – I, I was trying to find tires for this thing, and I already had insurance on it. I was going to drive it home the next day. And anyway, it just turned into a complete disaster. So, Chris, thanks for bailing me out. But where I was going with this is, yes, we are we're, we're all having to make some changes in the way we do business and the way our incomes are coming in. I've got another, much to Rick's dismay, another broadcast project going. Rick has is, is, got his thing going there in Canada with the Turtles that he's volunteering his time. Rick's retired. Yeah, that's right. The Rush Limbaugh of Canada. He can just sit back and count his money here in another year. But, but anyway, <laughs> he's enjoying himself. I, I on the other, I'm still trying to go, 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 go. And another guy that is still trying to go, go, go is is Dewey Larson. And I don't know which one of you wants to break the news on this, but I'm going to break the news because explain, it's in, you're, well, you are driving all around. We have actually had it's come to this. We have an air show uh, person who has now switched careers and gone to pro wrestling. <laughs> gone back to it. He's, I mean, that's the, that to me is the punchline right there is, is, is that he never knew it. Yeah. He's had to go back to, you know, pro wrestling because the air show business, the air show business can't, you know, provide and, enough income and Dewey's and doing really those, well at it. And for those who don't know, Dewey has this great flight experience that that for many years he towed around the the cockpit of an an old Chance Vought A7D Corsair II, uh, and you could put on a Maverick helmet and a flight right. jacket and strap in and get a whole f- been pictures and a flight experience. And then he was adding a F14 Comcat uh, cockpit, right? Yeah, and now he has the he's got the F18 ready to go. But let let's see if we can check in with former WWE. Referee, <laughs> now back to wrestling. Dewey Larson, Dewey, are you there? I'm here. Well, what what do they call you in the ring? Do you have a Do you have a name as a referee that you use? You guys, you guys are so funny. No, I mean, seri- I mean I, seriously, maybe what do you have now that you're? I'm referee Dewey Larson. That's that's it. I go by my real name. I don't have a show name. They figured my name was goofy enough, so we go ahead and go with that. Well, it, is. it is. It's actually perfect for the ring. Dewey Larson yeah. is, is very, very. Well, I think it's great. I think it's great. So Can how you is the wrestling? Social distancing. No. How okay. is social distancing? Actually, you know what? They're, they've gone back to these social distancing shows. Um, the, um, the, you know, at TV, the higher companies, WWE, AEW, um, there's a couple other higher shows. They, they, they don't even have fans. They have television monitors. What, what looks like television monitors. They have video screens in the stands, and then they have people come on live, like, through Zoom. And so they have a live audience. They're just not there. Um, and then, you know, the smaller shows, like I'm doing, I'm doing some of these indies in the, in the country, and um, they have, you know, where, where they would normally have, Five, six, seven hundred people there. They have like a hundred, 
and everyone social distance and everyone wears a mask. Um, most of these most of these places have athletic commissions that you know they they they, they over oversee everything that is done in the ring, and if it's okay with them, then they're going with it. So if your town, it's, it's almost like it's almost like um um. You know, going, going back and just go to a concert, there's pyrotechnics and things like that. Well, they right. have rules. You can't have your pyro close to the, so, so close to the, the fans. Same kind of thing. Now, we're in the ring. We're going to be 15 feet away from any fans anyway. So, you know. Yeah. Oh, dear God. It's, so, it's crazy. So, so that, well, crazy is what this year has been. So let's add a little more crazy. So you, at the beginning of this year, more than most support services, had the perfect year shaping up because you got your F-18 comp, uh, cockpit painted up in all the colors of, of Top Gun 2. Uh, you, got, you got the helmets made. You got this uh, this experience that you bring to air shows so the kids and people can have their photographs taken in the cockpit. And this was going to be your year because Top Gun was going to come out. And it was just, this was going to be amazing. And then all this happened. So please tell yeah. me you have not sold that thing yet and that you, you're just waiting <laughs> no. it out and you'll be back next year with it. You know, um, you're, you're exactly right. I, I had, you know, what, with, with these cockpits, it's 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 a commitment, and um, we had, we we had the opportunity to get the F eighteen. We got it. I pulled the trigger on getting it ready, and uh, literally, I had I had another forty show season set up. Oh, started my season the first week in March at a at a, a Make a Wish event in Texas, and immediately, boom, the bottom dropped out. So. I still have it where we, you know, we, we're like everyone else. We're just taking one day at a time and just pressing on towards the goal. <clears throat> so I, I have to ask you, Dewey, what's the conversation like with your wife when you, you turn to her and you say, you know, honey, the air show is just not working out. I, I think I'm going to have to go back to wrestling. <laughs> I mean, that's a legitimate conversation in the Larson yeah. house. So it's, was there like a push from her? Like, you know, honey, you could go back to wrestling. I mean, no, never. there wasn't at all. No, <laughs> it was just, it was, it was, it just kind of happened. It's uh, it was one of those things where, where my friends, you know, in the industry, they contact me and they go, Hey, what are you doing now? And I'm like, well, I'm doing just what you're doing. I'm sitting at home. And they're like, well, you know, you could come back and you could do some of this until your air shows come back. And I'm like, okay, I could do that. And then, and then to sweeten it. And this was the deal. A couple of these places, they, they film their TV on like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And typically in the air show industry, we're not working on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So right. I think we've dialed it in. Even if, I, even if you know, when, when they, I'm not going to say if, I'm going to say when the air shows come back in 2021 and we're doing the weekend shows, I'll still be able to. Do this wrestling on TV again, so here I go. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's great. One of my favorite memories of you is we were standing there uh, at the convention in Las Vegas uh, with Flava Flav and Kid and Play. And Flava Flav <laughs> is looking at your wrestling rings standing there uh, at the <laughs> at the Paris Hotel. He's like, wow, those are some nice rings. <laughs> of course, you know, you're like, 
I got him wrestling. You know, I mean, it, it's just great. And that's uh, that is the life of Dewey Larson. I think it's wonderful. And uh, <laughs> I, I just uh, I think I think I speak for everybody when we say we love you. And we're glad that you're uh, you're able to put food on the table by yelling at grown men in their underwear. <laughs> that's exactly right. Well, good on you. Don't stay away from me. Good on you. Thanks again, guys. It's been it's been crazy. You know. Um, it's, it's, it's been crazy. It's, it's everything that we've been doing, you guys, everything that you guys are doing. We've all had to, we're all in this together. And, um, you know what? We're, we're, we're just blessed to be six feet up. And, and I'm so happy that I have friends like you guys. And in the industry, we are, we're all friends and we're tight and we're all in this together. And, um, we're just looking forward to what's next. And, that, and that's kind of our air show industry. What's next? What's next? Well, stick around. Don't blink. Just might miss something. There you go. Well said. Dewey Larson, everybody, from Dream Big. And uh, Dewey, we'll see you out there on the road here and in a ring real soon. Thanks, Buzz. Hey, God Long, bless sir. you guys. Thank you. All Bye-bye. Right. Well, I never thought I'd say that uh, Dewey was going to have to go back to wrestling, but uh, there you go. <laughs> All right. You know, I, I didn't have the heart to bring it up uh, because he's gone through enough this year with the, you know, the COVID canceling the air shows, then the movie, and the you movie know, yeah. until June. Uh, but the uh, Maverick flight helmets from the movie, the verified ones, yeah. three of them just sold at the prop store, Hollywood prop auction. Oh yeah. $260,000. Oh my goodness. Are you kidding me? Of them? And I believe Dewey actually had a goose helmet that was verified that was stolen from a show in Milwaukee last oh. year. So oh. he just can't catch a break. <laughs> Poor Dewey. Was it the cracked one? That's the one I would be. That, you know, there you go. Well, well I'm glad <laughs> hey, I, Before we go, before we go, Rick, you have had some serious difficulty in your in your protection of the turtles and yes. in, in particular some eggs. And and you posted on Facebook with a great deal of consternation. Somebody who who uh, got in and, and did some vandalism to well, something you're you yeah. want to explain that? Yeah, it's it. Uh, it was pretty devastating, but uh, you know, at the same time, it's a known problem that poaching is a problem, and you're always uh, uh, working in this world where when you protect a nest, it's visible, and then when you are protecting it on city-owned property, where they insist on, uh, for safety reasons, understandably, that you mark them with a with a reflector. Uh, anybody who is in the poaching business, and unfortunately it does exist uh, behind human trafficking, drug trafficking, and weapons trafficking is animal wildlife trafficking, and turtles is the top of that list. Uh, and it goes primarily to the Asian market. Uh, there are some pet industry problems with it as well, but almost, uh, almost not all, almost all of uh, our work and effort uh, since the spring was poached and taken and uh, it's being investigated and we're cooperating and folks in the community have come out in massive numbers to support uh, that and and give us information and uh, we keep on going you can't stop over something like this but it, it was pretty devastating so uh, it's just another one of the uh, the terrible things that an awful lot of our endangered wildlife faces and uh, more light on that subject now has probably uh, gotten this community and because it's become a national story here in the country now others across the nation now are going to be a little more savvy to better protecting these animals as well so 
we'll get by it, but it was pretty devastating and, and mostly for my wife. I'm just here supporting her. This is her this is her thing. And uh, she has just been a trooper. How she's handled this is just uh, uh, to be marveled at, really. She's a strong, strong person, and I admire her very much. And we will keep on keeping on. And you still have your uh, your safety glasses and your helmet and your safety I vest? Have my, my kit includes a, a reflective uh, vest, a helmet, yes. you know, closed-toed shoes, uh, gloves for the poison ivy and the uh, the wild asparagus that we've been working in. As well, not asparagus, what is it? Anyway, one of the other poison plants. And now I've added to it a sledgehammer. <laughs> that just is love. Just, that is the definition. Just in case, right? It's the definition of love. I think it's great, <laughs> yes. and I, <laughs> I love that you're out there doing it. Saving the turtles, uh, Canada's near, I guess, endangered species. And by the way, it's, it's happening where you are, too. It's, it's happening it's big, all over, just, yeah. Just as big a deal in the U.S., yeah. Yeah. Well, good yeah. on you for saving that. We're sorry to hear about that. I hope that... Uh, I hope they bring to justice those who are responsible for that. Yeah. Well, let's hope. That, that is it let's for us. They, let's hope they get them before I do. <laughs> <laughs> well said. All right. Well, my thanks to Dewey and my thanks to Billy and, of course, to each and every one of you for listening. If you'd like to share the podcast, maybe think twice about it. <laughs> Surely there's something better that, that we can share. That was really uplifting. Thanks, you know? thanks for being so pro pro uh, show center podcast. I'm telling you, yeah. I'm, I'm sensing distance here. Yeah, socially distancing <laughs> ourselves on the horizon. Of course, more news from the ICAST convention next time, and and hopefully a little news on the Sky Drive. We'll yeah. bring you up on the latest with that too, as Canada's only air show this year. And hopefully some news on the arsenal of democracy uh, back in D.C. with you know who. Rob Ryder. So uh, we'll be yeah. more than we That's right. Hope, hoping for good weather for that one since it got postponed from May 8th, the, the actual VE day. But September 25th will be the day, and uh, we'll, we're going to see if it's, uh, it can be uh, pulled off. Uh, it's, uh, it's a mammoth undertaking with so, so many agencies involved. Real quickly, when they did it five years ago, the National Parks District or National Parks Department was concerned that the rumble of the airplanes flying over might damage some of the monuments in Washington, D.C. You got to think there's a little turf war going on there. And we'll Maybe. see how it goes out. Guys, that's it for now. We'll talk to you in two weeks. So long for now. Longest goodbye in broadcast history. <laughs> <laughs> Stay out.